These are Extra Breaths. Coming to you straight from the lungs of Veronica, George, Charles, Rue, Kirsty, Shaborn, and me, William Marler. On the 11th of September 2018, I launched Straight From The Lungs live at the UK Cystic Fibrosis Conference. As part of the launch, I answered questions submitted by people online, drawing from my own experience of CF and those of some of the guests I've interviewed for the podcast. Here are all of the questions I responded to on stage, along with a few others I was sent as well. The first one is from Jennifer. She says, I recently started dating someone with CF and I'm learning a lot, but I want to know what to expect. It's all very new to me and a bit scary. The first thing I'd say, and this applies to anyone who's just learning about CF, don't Google it. Cystic fibrosis is so individualised. The information online might make you worry unnecessarily. I could tell you what your partner's CF might lead to in the future, but the best place to find out about it is from your partner themselves, because they'll be able to tell you about their specific situation. Just try and be honest about the fact that CF scares you, because they'll probably want to make you feel better by helping you understand more. Plus, it'll show that you care. Whenever there's been anything Vicky is worried about, or doesn't fully understand, her asking me about it has always made me realise that she wants to be fully involved in my CF lifestyle, which really matters to me. Here's Veronica with some more advice. Especially if you're, you know, a loved one and you're you're scared or you uh, you just want to know more questions and um, talking about it. That's the best way to not be afraid to talk about it is a big thing. And to find other people in your same predicament, you know, like um, my husband's friends can, you know, be like they see us going through all of these things, but they don't experience them. And so having somebody who may not be going through the exact same experiences, but who have a, a better idea of it, having that support is really, really helpful. Thank you, Jennifer, for your question. And I wish you and your partner all the best. Our next question comes from Sally, who asks, what can you do to raise lung function? Now, unfortunately, there's no one quick solution for this, but there's a few different things you can do. Firstly, it's so important to be compliant with your treatment routine. Plan your routine so that you don't miss any tablets, nebulizers, or physiotherapy sessions, because if your whole body works better, then your lungs will work better too. Alongside that, a lot of people have told me that exercise, diet, and rest are the holy trinity. Exercise in particular has helped me to bring my lung function up. I started running with a plan called Couch to 5K, which takes you from never running at all to running 5 kilometers over the course of 9 weeks, and I'd really recommend it. George has CF, but is also a personal trainer. He is all about making gradual changes that add up. Start really small. You don't have to go into the gym and bench press 100 kilograms. That achieves nothing. It really doesn't. Go into the gym, find some equipment that you like, find a bike, set yourself a little goal and achieve it. Make it happen. Goals mean everything in this instance. With people with CF, it is so hard because we do have up and down days. But if you've got a goal, you're mentally going to push yourself through it. And I'm a big believer and you've got to celebrate every little win. Really celebrate it. Patting yourself on the back, it just gives you the emphasis to keep going. Thank you, Sally, for your question. And hopefully you can start to see your lung function rise. Our next question comes from Emily, who asks... How do you explain what CF is to someone who has no idea without scaring them? 
Now, this is a really good question because there will be a point where we feel it's appropriate to mention that we have CF to someone, but if you've never heard of it or have only heard of the horror stories, it will inevitably worry someone. Firstly, there's no harm in giving a quick description of what cystic fibrosis means to you. So, for example, it mainly affects the lungs and digestive system and means they don't work as well. Something basic like that. Don't feel like you even have to mention thick, sticky mucus or any details like that if you don't want to. But it's also really important to make them realise that as much as it's a pain, you've had it all your life. I always say to people that things like physiotherapy and tablets are just as normal to me as brushing my teeth. And it would actually be weird for me not to have to do all of that, because it's just part of my everyday life. A couple of years ago, Charles made a brilliant video explaining how to tell someone you had CF. One of the common reactions you can get is the head tilt. Oh my god, that... Oh, what? Really? That's amazing. You're so inspirational. I can't believe that you go through so much. I don't get it as much now because I'm so open about it. If I tend to meet somebody new, it'll be friends of friends and they'll tend to know about the awareness and stuff that I do and why I do it. When I meet new people, you, I still get it. And they're like, so what do you do? <laughs> I'm like, right, yeah, I'm waiting for a double lung transplant. And of course, because I don't look like I'm waiting for a double lung transplant, they're really not expecting me to say it, do you know what I mean? And then it's all, and they're like, oh my God, what's that like? I'm like, it's all right. And then I just sort of brush it off. But I've always sort of believed in letting them get to know you first before they know that you've you've got this illness because it doesn't change who you are, do you know what I mean? You're still the same person. Yeah, I've watched that video so many times, it's so true. Everything he said in that video where people are like, oh my God, they automatically think that you're some incredible human being because you have cystic fibrosis and expect you to be a really nice person as well when really you're just normal, but you have CF. As Rue said, we're just normal and that's a really crucial thing to get across when you're telling anyone about CF. Thank you, Emily, for your question. The next question is from Lucy, who asks, as a nurse... What can I do to make long hospitalizations easier? I think the thing that is really important for patients during long hospital stays is the ability to relax. Admissions are stressful enough, so if the staff are able to remove some of that stress, everything can go by much smoother. There are three suggestions I can give. Firstly, the best experiences I've had with the various nurses that have looked after me have been when they've taken a genuine interest in my life. As I'm having my IVs sorted out, they'd ask me about school or work and engage me in conversation. But then when I inevitably saw them on their next shift a couple of days later, they'd remember what we spoke about before and carry on that conversation. It gave me a chance to just be myself and talk about the life I have outside of cystic fibrosis. Secondly, some of the best points in my hospital visits are when I get a chance to leave the hospital for a few hours to visit family, go to the cinema or something like that. For me, it's always been very easy because the nurses have done what they can to allow me to adjust my IV times to fit around those things. Finally, I'd say that it's really important to make patients feel empowered about their own care. As much as the medical team are the professional experts, making us feel like we have a say in the care we receive, or even making sure we fully understand what's going on, is so beneficial. Here is what not to do. When I was in hospital in 2011, I was really unhappy with the way one of my nurses was cleaning my IV port. She was giving it a single wipe when I was used to everyone else being extremely thorough with it, cleaning it from all different angles. I flagged this with one of the other nurses, and the next time she did it she said, Oh, I've heard that you're not happy with the way I was doing my job. 
After being reassured by a friend that she would never say something like that, she just came across as incredibly unprofessional and made me feel like I shouldn't have spoken up about it. Being humble and open to a patient's needs, even if it means being told to do your job better, is important. Sure, be annoyed that someone complained about you, but for goodness sake, keep it to yourself. Thank you, Lucy, for your question. The next question comes from Ethel, who asks, How do you convince a CF patient that treatment needs to be done, even if the symptoms have not manifested themselves? Now, this is a very difficult challenge for anyone trying to motivate someone with cystic fibrosis. I think what George said earlier is brilliant, whether it's applied to exercise or the other parts of a CF treatment routine. Gradual improvements that can add up. I think it's also about altering the way that treatments are seen. Here's Kirsty. We actually try to refer to Kobe and Willow as our superheroes because they're both young. They both absolutely love anything to do with Marvel or DC, anything superhero related. They are all for it. So we say to them, you know, when they're doing their medicine or when they're doing their treatments and things like that, that it's keeping them strong. It's not stopping them from getting poorly. It's keeping them strong. And we try to enforce it that way and put it in the most positive way possible. So they don't see it as, oh, it's a chore, you know, it's a bad thing. We'll be all right without it. So that they know it's helping to keep them strong and it's going to make them even more strong. And we try and enforce it that way to try and make it a bit more positive. And I think for us, we've found it's definitely the best way to get them to be positive about it and not think, oh, got to do my nebulizer again. I mean, we do have days like that, obviously, but for the most part, they both seem to have taken on board that, right, yeah, let's keep your lungs big and strong and nice and healthy. As someone that is very lucky with my CF, partly due to being very compliant with my treatment, I feel like I have a responsibility to set a good precedent for other people with cystic fibrosis. I hope to show that doing my treatments has not only led me to be healthy with my CF, but let me do other really exciting things too. Being able to say, look at what William did. He ran the London Marathon. Most people who don't have CF can't do something like that. You can do that. You just need to exercise and focus on it and put the extra effort in. And having people like that out there, it makes our job easier, I think, as parents, because we've got good role models and great examples to give to our children and say, look what they did. You could do that. I want them to aspire to do things like that. Be proud of how healthy they are. Thank you, Ethel, for that question. The last question comes from Ollie, who wants to know, what's the one thing you heard from all your interviews that made you think... Yes, me too. The answer is this, from Shaborn. My parents have always told me that you shouldn't let it define you and you shouldn't let it control you. Just sort of live your life as best you can as like any other person. To be honest, I feel quite lucky because I'm not as bad as some people are with CF. Thank you to Ollie for your question and of course to everyone else who sent in their questions. Like I said, the Q&A was part of Straight From The Lungs Live at this year's Cystic Fibrosis Conference, and if you didn't get a chance to see me on stage, make sure to head over to our website to watch the launch of Straight From The Lungs in full. Cystic Fibrosis is episode one of Straight From The Lungs, which you can listen to at our website, lungspodcast.co.uk.